This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rach, I know you didn't do this on purpose, <clears throat> but this is uh, mine and Chet Pleban's song. So maybe, <laughs> oh, I knew that. maybe, I knew that. maybe next time just ask because it's a little awkward. So. Well, you know, Valentine's Day is next week. I yeah. Just yeah. Maybe yeah. got a little tear there. Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> I don't know what you didn't get about the first thing I said. Why the hell do you think Pleban moved to Florida to get away from me? <laughs> Kevin, you had a little tear. Think about me on the other end of this. <laughs> Yeah, I found out the hard way that uh, 200 yards means 200 yards. So. Yeah. Uh, so we wanted to talk to Chet. I mean, my Lord, there's so many legal things going on, but uh, something has usurped that. Uh, the special counsel has released their report on the documents case vis-a-vis Joe Biden. And it's uh, it's one of the most interesting things I've seen because it is not damning from the standpoint that he will be charged because they said that he will not, although he did willfully retain classified information, but what they say about his mental state, I think Joe Biden's going to prefer being charged to what this is going to do to his campaign. Uh, since a lot of people are just tuning in now, we're going to have wheels read this again, and then we're going to get Chet's uh, opinion on the other side. Go ahead. Yeah, Will. this is just one section from the report, but it's pretty telling. Uh, and again, here on out, this is a quote from the report, not me talking. It says, Mr. Biden's memory also appeared to have significant limitations both at the time he spoke to Swanitzer in 2017, as evidence by their recorded conversations and today as evidenced by his recorded interview with our office. Mr. Biden's recorded conversations with Swanitzer from 2017 are often painfully slow with Mr. Biden struggling to remember events and straining at times to read and relay his own notebook entries. Uh, In his interview with our office, Mr. Biden's memory was worse. He didn't remember when he was vice president, forgetting on the first day of the interview when his term ended and forgetting on the second day of the interview when his term began. He did not remember even within several years when his son, Bo, had died. And his memory appeared hazy when describing the Afghanistan debate that was once so important to him. Amongst other things, he mistakenly said he had a real difference of opinion with General Carl Eikenberry, when in fact, Eikenberry was an ally whom Mr. Biden cited approvingly in his Thanksgiving memo to President Obama. And that's just that one section, but it kind of getting into that uh, evaluation, if you will. Yeah. Chat thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And, and actually, Melinda just said uh, right after she heard this that he probably would have been better off being charged. There you go. Um, you know, the other part of that equation, too. Oh, hi, Melinda. Is, 
The whole reason, whole reason this is happening. Kevin, pull him down. Please. <laughs> I mean, at least, Kevin, let me get through this. Okay? I'll try. Thank you. Um, so uh, I think the other part of that, that, that equation as well is that um, he's politically going to be hurt by the fact that he wasn't uh, indicted um, because they're going to say the Trump people are going to say, well, you know, wait a minute. They indicted Trump. They're not indicting him. And they both can, uh, had in their possession um, secrets, um, government secrets. So why is one why is one being charged and why is an, another not being charged? That selectivity in terms of, of federal prosecutions. Uh, and to a certain extent, I think that it is. But but I think that there's a difference. Uh, yes, they both possess um, uh, classified documents. There's no doubt about that. Uh, however, um, uh, one one turned them over readily. The other not only didn't turn them over, but concealed them in some respect uh, and is also uh, charged with an obstruction. Um, because they had they had to execute a search warrant in order to get the documents. So so certainly um, there's an ag- there's certainly aggravating circumstances as it relates to mm-hmm. Trump. But you're right. The bottom line is, nonetheless, they both possessed illegally possessed classified documents. So, Chad, what else uh, interests you? I mean, we have the Supreme Court and we we have uh, all these other cases and all these other things going on with Donald Trump. Uh, you talk about what you want to talk about. Well, the Supreme Court, obviously, uh, that argument was today. And um, I listened to, to the whole thing. Why we don't have any video of that is beyond me. But nonetheless, we don't, because that's the rule, I guess, in the federal court. Um, I think that at the end of the day, uh, based upon some of the questions that, that were being asked, um, I think that probably and again, um, it, it's, it's always a risk to say based upon the questions that are being asked by the court, um, because uh, many of federal and state case I've had where uh, appellate arguments where I leaving, I thought I lost and I won and, and vice versa. So again, it's, it's only based upon some of the way that they were asking the questions and what they were asking. Um, but I think Colorado is, is going to lose. Um, and, that, and that's particularly true when you have uh, Kagan, Jackson, Sotomayor um, kind of lining up with with the conservative side of the bench um, and asking some some pretty, pretty interesting questions, uh, one of which Kagan asked was, why should Colorado alone uh, decide the case for the entire country? Now, I, I'm not sure necessarily I, I agree with that. But certainly that was her thinking. Um, the, the other part of the problem with all of this was that um, the way in which they, the Trump framed the issues, you had the, the question of, well, um, the uh, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, um, really you have to – Trump was not an officer – but according to the amendment, you have to be an officer. 
the the question is um, that he never took uh, an oath to support the Constitution. The words that the president used uh, uses for his oath are to preserve, protect, and defend. The question, the other question that they raise is the issue that they raise is whether or not. Uh, what does insurrection mean and how do we prove how does one go about proving um, what an insurrection is? And is this the 14th Amendment in Section three? Uh, is that self-executing? Um, and in other words, does Congress have to pass a law in order to remove someone from from uh, running for the presidency of the United States? Um, and, and, you know, how can the state um, enforce uh, a federal federal election? One thing I, I did think was was interesting. And if you read, if you look at Section three of the 14th Amendment, it does not prohibit anyone, uh, whether it be president or anybody else, despite the fact that the word president isn't there. Um, it doesn't prevent anyone from running for for the office. Uh, however, it prevents them from holding that office. So and, and I saw that early on when all of this first first came about. But the way in which uh, Trump's lawyers, who is who is very good, by the way, the way in which he pieced that together was he said, um, OK, nothing in the 14th Amendment prohibits you from running for office. Um, but it, the amendment also says that Congress may, by a vote of two thirds of each house, remove such disability. And so his argument was, well, you've got to let Trump run. And then if he is elected uh, as president of the United States, two thirds of each house, then at that point, gets to decide whether or not to remove the disability. But you're not going to remove, you don't remove the disability until he's actually elected and the Congress kicks in. So, I, I mean, I thought, I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting. But I think what they're going to do is they're probably going to, to punt uh, on a lot of this mm -hmm. stuff. And I think that they're probably going to take an off ramp so that they really don't have to um, take him off the ballot. I, I don't think they want to take him off the ballot, first of all. And secondly, I think that there are too many of these arguments that he's made uh, because because for Colorado, Colorado has to beat every single one of those arguments mm -hmm. that I mentioned in order to prevail and and take him off the ballot. Chip, I, don't, I don't. Chip, I just don't think that's going to happen. What did you think? Uh, Rach had, had referenced this as well, asking whether it was sort of you know the average or not. But Justice Katanji Brown, especially, was more emotional, more more animated than most Supreme Court justices are during oral argument. As you know, typically they sit back, sort of like stone faced and like a like a law school professor. And Justice Thomas rarely speaks at all. Uh, I don't mind it. How about you? What did you think? No, I, I mean, yeah, no, I, I didn't mind it. Um, I, I, you know, I just I listened to the words and and, and I probably just you know, tune out some of, of whatever the emotion is and some of the the way in which some of these some of the justices were questioning, particularly 
the uh, lawyer for Colorado, the first lawyer that spoke from Colorado. Um, and, and I, you know, he didn't have a lot of good answers and they were pressing him uh, pretty, pretty hard. Hey, Jack, can we stop um, you right there? Hey, Rach, we have sure. Joe Biden is responding to this report. If we could pop him up real quick. Be right back with you, Chet. Other ways cooperate okay. with the investigation. That's the distinction, among others. <laughs> Bottom line is the special counsel, in my case, decided against moving forward with any charges. And this matter is now closed. <laughs> I'll continue to do what I've always done. Stay focused on my job, like you do, of my job of being president. That means going to work with all of you every single day. I can Thank you for being great partners. Just this week, House Democrats showed how united you are. You defeated Mayorkas impeachment resolution. You okay, I just I wanted to see what he was something. saying there. It's really interesting, isn't it, that we listen for 13 seconds, and it's pretty clear to me what he's doing already is, okay, nothing to see here. Right. That's closed. All over with. We won. Let's move <laughs> on. Like, mm. Well, it, it, well, he's right in one sense. The, certainly the criminal aspect of this is closed. It, it, it's done. It's finished. Um, but certainly it's just beginning for him uh, as, oh, yeah. as far as his candidacy is concerned uh, and as far as this election is concerned. And he's, he's dealt, I mean, this report has dealt the other side, whether it be Trump or somebody else. Yeah. It has dealt yeah. them quite a hand, quite a hand to use against him and and uh, kind of offset um, a lot of the stuff that's been going on with Trump, a lot of the, you know, the criminal prosecutions, the four indictments, the, you know, 83 million uh, in damages uh, that he that he had to pay. Um, and all that sort of stuff. So I, I, it's it's a problem. All right, so. buddy. Thanks for jumping on with this. We appreciate it. I'm sure we'll talk to you tomorrow. You all right. See you. Uh, all right. Bye bye. Throwback Thursday, Rach. Yes, it's time for Throwback Thursday. 114 years ago in 1910, the Boy Scouts of America was founded. Since then, more than 110 million Americans have been participants in BSA programs. Besides Andrew, either of you ever do the Boy Scout thing? No, nah, I found a Weeblow hat once and lied about it, but that was about it. Uh, I was a Cub Scout okay. for like a, I don't know, a year. Why'd you get kicked out? Uh, well, I like to think that I left. Uh, <laughs> it was a mutual honestly, decision. Honestly, all yeah. the stuff that everybody wanted us to do, I was like, I don't care about that. I oh, wanna, so you did get kicked out. Yeah, okay. I don't want to make a stupid Pinewood car, and I don't want to <laughs> do campy oh stuff. I want to do sports. <laughs> That's awesome. Camping was fun, though. That was, like, so much fun. I, I didn't want to do a stupid Pinewood car. <laughs> My car, you know what my car was? It was it was a block the that wheels, was unshaped yeah. with wheels glued on. I've had and I did not win. I've had beef with the Boy Scouts since Nick went to visit once, and it was the Pinewood Derby night, and they made him or helped him to make a car which was a block with four wheels and a yeah. number on it. So had like my car. car. And I got so mad at them because I was just and he, and he was like, I lost every race and I'm like, yeah, you think? <laughs> Everybody else's was synced up. These little rugrats are working on this for a year and then you show up and, and people pointed out to me like, well, you should be happy with them. They let him take part. And I'm like, yeah, they let him take part in losing. Yeah. Yeah, they they gave no. him a bunch of right angles and said, I hope you win. Yeah, that was me. 
So, Except I did it by choice. <laughs> I was like, can I just go home and play baseball now? <laughs> 56 years ago in 1968, the original Planet of the Apes premiered in New York. Of course, starring Charlton Heston as astronaut George Taylor and the great Roddy McDowell as his chimpanzee captor, Cornelius. He he did the whole, the damn dirty apes. Damn dirty apes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like I have, okay, so the Boy Scout story was kind of for Andrew. Planet of the Apes, obviously (laughs) for Dave. Here's a sports story for wheels. 41 years ago in 1983, Wayne Gretzky set a record when he scored four goals in one period during the NHL All-Star Game. Dude. There is just nothing like remembering what he was. Can I say something, though? That doesn't sound that hard. Yeah, four goals in in a... Well, he's the only one that did it. I know, but that doesn't sound that hard. Like, that's just one more than a hat trick. (laughs) But in a single period. It was in one period. In an All-Star Game. Yeah, that's true. But still, nobody else, nobody else, nobody else done it. He was like, I could have done that. Yeah, nobody else done done it. (laughs) That sounds like your version of the Pinewood Derby to me. That's exactly what it was. (laughs) I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Three thirty-five DGS man, this it just wall to wall on television about the special counsel's report. Uh, I'm a little surprised that they went into that kind of detail. So what I'm talking about is special counsel has filed a report on Joe Biden and his documents. We all knew that he had them, you know, in his garage and a couple other places, and saying that he willfully retained classified information and disclosed, which I haven't seen what he disclosed or to whom, uh, but he will not face charges. And then when you read the document, it's basically because he's so feeble. I mean, honestly, that's what they are saying, is that they thought a jury would think that he was so feeble-minded and just an old person with a bad memory, and they wouldn't convict him of willfully doing some Something uh, wrong. And so he has come out and made a statement that we played for you live where he said, like, it's over with. They found for us. Everyone just go back home and watch Gunsmoke. And um, <laughs> if if Donald Trump is smart, he won't do the whole there's two there's two tears and I'm being prosecuted and he's not. That's not the smart move. The smart move is for him to go. It's really sad. Even I'm really sad today. 
As you can see, there's been a specific finding by a special counsel duly appointed that the man is incompetent. That's the move. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not rooting for him, but I mean, that's that's a smart thing to do. Uh, Dave Murray joins us. Dave, have you seen all this stuff? I've seen uh, bits and pieces of it. I, I really won't tonight. get into it until like this evening. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I'm look. I do this whole friggin' day. <laughs> oh, right. When I go home tonight, that's what I'm going to do again. <laughs> I I can't stay away from it. Uh, beautiful, beautiful weather out yes. there. Yes. Gorgeous. Sixty eight. We're sixty eight right now. The record is seventy from nineteen ninety. We will not hit that record, but boy, it's great and uh, almost an instant replay, except a couple of degrees warmer tomorrow. Close to 70 degrees, 75, the record from 1943. So that one should be safe. Uh, Beautiful evening if you're going out, other than that it will be a little bit windy. A cold front comes through Friday night, fairly early Friday night. So lots of clouds, wind shift to the northwest, couple of rain showers, not a lot, 42. The weekend is cooler. Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy skies, about 52 for the high. Maybe a struggle to get that warm, but let's think 52 most of the afternoon in the 40s. So a kind of a chilly day compared to Thursday and Friday. Partly cloudy Saturday night, 32. Sunday, a little sun in the morning, increasing clouds in the afternoon. Chilly, 45. Some rain showers late in the day. And late Sunday night into early Monday morning, some of the big old sloppy hamster-sized snowflakes will come into play. And about 32. Now, ground temperatures are warm and the air temperature is kind of borderline, but there should be some, some certainly some big old sloppy wet snowflakes late Sunday night into Monday morning. It could take us into the morning rush, but that's a long way off. Let's not worry about that. But it's just another reminder that this is a false spring. This is, does not mean that spring is here and here yeah. to stay. Enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, hey, exactly. Uh, headlines, Rach. Brought to you by Schnucks. Download the Schnucks Rewards app and earn 2% back on every purchase. I think uh, Wheels had this in his show prep as well. McDonald's CEO has admitted their prices have grown too high. Uh, CEO Chris Kempzinski, I'm hoping, hoping I'm saying his name That's right. That's Ronald's real name. <laughs> he said eating at home has become more affordable. The battleground is certainly with that low-income consumer. I saw another story yesterday where he said, you know, in 2024, or uh, the goal is to become more affordable because you see these stories like anecdotal, <laughs> of course, but failed. you go to certain yeah. stores and it's like $18 for yep. a Big Mac meal or something. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. What's interesting, though, is that like, yeah, the way I put it was they blanked around and found out because they were, didn't he, wasn't he the guy that bragged on a call with the board or something that, yeah, we can basically raise prices because nobody's going to stop buying stuff from us. And now he's realizing, well, maybe not so yeah. much, but. When I order McDonald's, I do it on the app, and I almost always get the most amazing deal on there. Like, usually it's really? a buy one, get one mm-hmm. free, right? The, app, so, the app is spectacular. I mean, the, the app, almost every time I've gone on there, it's like, well, buy well. one, get one free on the big sandwiches, either a Quarter Pounder or a Big Mac. So buy one, get one free, and you get a tub of their fries because they do a basket of fries, 10 bucks for two people. Hmm. It's pretty good. They also so, have free fries on Friday. So yeah. the app is the best place. DoorDash is the worst because they upcharge oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then just going through the drive throughs the medium. Probably, yeah. yeah probably. Okay. I can't believe that we're taking up time on KMOX for this, but... <laughs> Better believe it. When you use the app, do you just get in line and go, I use it, I use the app? So, yeah, it depends. Like, a lot of times I'll do it before I go. Yeah. Like, you'll or- make the order and you know, be like, because you know it'll take five, ten minutes like you would in the drive through so you just place the order to go, and then when you get there, you can either drive through and tell them, hey, I've got the thing, and they'll be like, okay, drive around. Or you can just go in, which is what I do, 
and they'll they be let like, you in these days. Yeah, yeah, you okay. just walk in. Yeah, yeah. It's been a few. That's years how you I've get your there. exercise. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I haven't even tried going into a place like that. So. Yeah, I just go in and they'll be like, "You got the mobile order?" I'm like, "Yes, I do." There, here you go. Okay. Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour concert film is coming to Disney Plus oh on, God, March God, 15, oh God, oh God. on March 15th. On March 15th. I will be seated. <laughs> the, the film will feature the hit song Cardigan and four additional acoustic songs. Wait, Andrew, she has a song called Cardigan? Mm-hmm. Great song. Andrew, if you could see BTS or Taylor Swift, which would you do? BTS for sure. Oh, shut up. No, I'm not kidding. You can I like see BTS. them anytime. Once they get out of the army. You, you can't. <laughs> I, we bought tickets. My wife and I tried so hard to get tickets. We got great tickets mm-hmm. for a show that was June of 2020. Yeah. And then like two weeks later, oh, COVID no. hit. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, they're going to have all this cleared up by June. We're not even going to remember this is a thing by yeah. June. They're not going to cancel the tour. By the way, that was almost four years ago now. Yeah. And I have done the thing twice where I went to a movie theater to see a live streamed BTS concert. I remember when we had DGS Live scheduled March 26, 2020 at the Wildy, and we canceled it, and uh, my good buddy Al Canal called me the P-word. <laughs> he's like, he's like, this is a whole bunch of nothing. I'm like, oh, I'm just being trying to be safe. Al. Dave, I think we've talked about this before, but I wanted to bring it back up. A new cruise inspired by the iconic 1970s sitcom The Love Boat is setting sail this summer. Whoa. Coming from Princess Cruises. Uh, the same company featured in the original show, but you already knew that. Uh, the seven-day trip will set sail on August 31st, and fans can sail along with Doc, Gopher, Isaac, and Vicky as they cruise round-trip from New York Vicky. to Canada and New England hey there. aboard the Enchanted Princess. So I wonder if the people who work for the cruise lines will be uh, ferociously hitting on all the customers. Are they calling it the love that's boat? That's what the love boat was. <laughs> Are, like, the actors involved, or is it just, like, people dressed like... That's a great Like, how question. are Vicky and Isaac involved? Didn't Gopher become, like, a senator or something? Yeah. Congressman, yeah. Congressman, yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. are peppering me with questions I don't what about know this? the answer to. What about this? <laughs> no, like, if you, go back, if you go back, like most things from our childhood that are troublematic now, but you go back and you watch The Love Boat, and as the people get on, it's just Doc and Gopher going, like, dibs. There we go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like, hey. Yeah, now stay away to, from her. See, they called it The Love Boat then. Now you'd probably call it The Swinger's Boat. Yeah, you probably called the the sued for everything you own. <laughs> Just be careful the what you get. Boat. <laughs> lawsuit boat. And uh, could you repeat what the doctor said when your client walked on? Uh, he said dibs. <laughs> Spirit sales have beat beer and wine again for the second straight year in the United States. Uh, times. According to new data released yesterday, um, even though liquor supplier sales in the U.S. barely grew in 2023, but they're still doing better than beer and wine. Just find that interesting. Mm-hmm. Consumers continued to flock to vodka, high-end tequila, and mezcal and American whiskey, while ready-to-drink cocktails were the fastest-growing category. There's, I guess it makes sense with the white claws and the high news. There is no like tequila uh, high shelf enough for me. Really? Yeah. No. Oh, there's none that's too low shelf for me. Oh, God, no. Too, I, I've, no, I've thrown it up too much. <laughs> <laughs> See, I never have, so there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. We haven't talked about this on the air. Tucker Carlson's oh, controversial I- interview with Vladimir Putin will air tonight if you're interested in that sort of thing. He's having a g- good old time over there in old Mother Russia. Hey, he could stay. We have a little bit of, of if we have time, we have a little bit of him yeah. explaining why he's doing it. Go ahead. And yet the populations of the English-speaking countries seem mostly unaware. They think that as nothing has really changed. And they think that because no one has told them the truth. 
Their media outlets are corrupt. They lie to their readers and viewers. And they do that mostly by omission. For example, since the day the war in Ukraine began, American media outlets have spoken to scores of people from Ukraine, and they've done scores of interviews with Ukrainian President Zelensky. We ourselves have put in a request for an interview with Zelensky, and we hope he accepts. But the interviews he's already done in the United States are not traditional interviews. They are fawning pep sessions specifically designed to amplify Zelensky's demand that the U.S. enter more deeply into a war in Eastern Europe and pay for it. That is not journalism. It is government propaganda, propaganda of the ugliest kind, the kind that kills people. Americans have a right to know all they so can I, about a war they're implicated I in. I am 100% fine. I don't believe there's any such thing as bad information. As long as I can check it out and I can verify it myself, you can tell me the biggest pork pie stupid story in the world, and I will find out on my own whether it's true or not. And so the fact that Tucker Carlson is over there carrying water for Russia, who invaded another sovereign country, and we're just getting a bunch of propaganda, and they're the good guys, and Ukraine's the bad guys, okay, you get to do that, but what a hill to plant your flag on. There's just so much there. Like, you're sitting there. They're lying to you. You mean the way that you lied to everybody yeah. by not telling us how you really felt about Donald Trump when you were on the air at Fox? Because we saw your text messages, and we know what you really felt, but you never said that on the air. So you mean uh, you mean dishonest like that? And then on top of this, he's acting like Russia is not combative with the United States. Did our, did our intelligence services, or did they not find that they messed with, or at least tried to mess with, the last couple of elections. I don't get it. I mean, like, what's the, what's the, what's the other side of the story? One more story here, Dave. Yeah. Super sick Monday. That's what they're calling it. The Super Bowl flu <laughs> is set to hit 16 million <laughs> Americans. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like I'm getting something. <laughs> uh, a survey found that 22.5 million U.S. employees or 14% of the workforce expect they will miss at least some work on Monday, while 45 million say they'll be less productive than usual. <laughs> is it ridiculous to make it a national holiday? Yes. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, you could just do one simple thing. Hmm. You could play the Super Bowl on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. but why yeah. don't they make yeah, exactly. it Super Bowl Saturday? I mean, you got two weeks now built in. It used to be that sometimes you only had one week. Yeah. All right, fine. You don't want to go six you days. You just blew my mind. Yeah. How about we do Super Bowl <laughs> I Saturday? I thought it was like in the Bible or something that it had to be on a Sunday. <laughs> the answer's easy. The, they do it on Sunday because of television ratings. Oh, yeah. How yeah. so? Yeah. I mean, levels are much out. higher. Yeah. People don't go out on Sundays like they do on Saturdays. Hmm. Less of a chance of somebody having something else to do, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I think initially that probably was a concern for football. I don't think it is for the Super Bowl anymore. Yeah. It's enough of an event now that no matter what day it is, it's going to be the biggest TV show in the world. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. You got it. Want some fun facts? Yeah. Yeah. Steve Jobs picked the name Apple because he was on a diet of nothing but fruits and vegetables when the company was starting up. Nice. Could have been banana. <laughs> Man, that would have been great, wouldn't it? I feel like I look like Steve Jobs today in my black turtleneck and jeans. Oh, my God. We were, <laughs> were you all that. talking about it behind my back? Yeah, oh, sorry. Jeez. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, there was never an iPhone 2. They went straight from the original iPhone to the iPhone 3. Yeah, I hated that. Uh, that really bothered me. I don't know. And Captain Crunch did not achieve the rank of captain until last year, 2023. What? Explain. I can't. 
That's all I have. <laughs> it's comes, just a fun fact. It has. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't called Lieutenant Crunch. What comes before Captain? I think it's because it was Cap'n. Oh. Oh, oh now you can't say it either because no Cap'n, right? <laughs> What's everyone's favorite? I can't believe you made a Captain gang Crunch. violence joke out of Captain <laughs> Crunch. No, that's not what it means. It means no lion, no BS. Oh, okay. No Cap. No Cap. I like I like all Captain Crunches. I like the all berries. <laughs> I like the peanut butter Rachel's flavor. Rachel's trying real hard to take this segment in the direction that the rest of us weren't prepared for. <laughs> well, we tried. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 